0: Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson.
1: And I'm Chris Johns.
0: Welcome to show number 32. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests bring Disney magic into your life. As a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can go out onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a review or Google Play or wherever you listen to us. We always appreciate those. It helps other listeners find us. And then we will give you a shout out on a future episode of the podcast. And we thank you to everyone who's left those five-star customer ratings, as well as those great reviews. We appreciate those. And on to today's show. We are going to be joined by Danielle from It's a Small Bow. She's a stay-at-home mom with three children. She homeschools her kids, and her husband calls her the chief family officer. Um, They do live in Florida, and they enjoy going to Disney a lot. They are pass holders, and she offers unique bows that can be used to customize your magic bands. They add some extra pixie dust, and you can really accessorize. She has everything from specific characters to things with in the parks um, for different rides, et cetera, for the different movies. And she has set up a special code for our listeners. Would you like to share that, Chris?
1: I sure do. It's DizLove Ten D-I-S-L-O-V-E one zero. Diz Love 10.
0: And with that, our listeners get a 10% discount off their entire purchase, so definitely go out there and check those out. I was able to get some boas for our upcoming trip, and I'm super excited to share share those not only with you, but also get a chance to use them when we're in the parks and on our upcoming trip. So we are going to be talking about, before we get Danielle on the call, we're going to be talking about some unique and fun experiences beyond the parks for the kids. She had so many cute, fun bows, it kind of reminded me of looking at doing some of those fun events outside the parks. So we're going to talk about some of those things today. So ranging from interactions with pirates and special events with princesses, we've got a lot of fun things to talk about. And all of these are outside the parks, so it gives you a chance if you have a day that you're not, don't have a ticket, and maybe you're relaxing at the resort, or you're doing, going to Disney Springs or something. This can be a fun thing, distraction for the kids, whether it be some of them are during the day, some of them are a little bit later. A lot of them are ones that the kids go solo, so you can have some time to go do some things as well. So the first one we're going to do, talk about, is Captain Hook's Pirate Crew. Now, this one's kind of fun. Um, this one, you go to, you, they have a pirate feast, so they have a fun event or a fun meal that's kind of themed around Captain things. Of course, it's really a kid-friendly meal, and they even get a treasure chest treat for dessert, um, and then for that, it's offered every night. It's from 5 to 8.30, and for kids who are going to be participating, you actually take them over to the Beach Club Resort, and so Captain Hook is there, it's as of when we're recording this for December 2019, it's $55 per child. And you do make reservations ahead of time, but really it just sounds like a fun night. They have um, Captain Hook's crew will come out. They teach them all kinds of fun pirate skills. It shows them how to, um, it says they learn how to clean the deck and different things like that they learn um sea songs um pirate or captain hook is there and so it just uh, they go on a treasure hunt they solve puzzles and get clues and then they get a treasure at the end it sounds like a lot of fun for kids especially if they're they like that sort of thing they're into pirates and stuff and for that the kids are can be dropped off a little bit early so you can have several hours to be able to go to dinner at boardwalk or something like that i think that would be a fun thing especially if your kids are into pirates and it would allow you if you wanted to go into world showcase for dinner or something like that you're right there Up next, we have Disney's Perfectly Princess Tea, and where does this take place, Chris?
1: Well, you know what? I actually know this. You do. I do. I do remember. (laughs) It's in the Grand Floridian, and it takes place in the Garden View Tea Room.
0: And that's actually where, for we did not do the Perfectly Princess Tea a little bit out of our budget for a big group, but for our wedding, we had a tea with a lot of the ladies that had came down for for our wedding. So, anyways, this is actually a fun thing that's hosted by Princess Aurora. And what you it a child and an adult get to be a part of this celebration, and of course, you can add on additional guests if you have extra kids in your party. Princesses and princes are both invited. It includes music and dancing and storytelling. And so here's a little bit about that. So the kids get a special tea menu it says they get apple juice tea and then they have like a lot of the tea foods they have sandwiches fruits different things they get a special princess cake any adults that are there you it sounds like you get kind of like the standard tea menu some of the steep tea you get the nice selection of tea sandwiches and food and their food is very good there. Chris has not been to tea there, but I have been actually on two occasions and I've really enjoyed it. Now for the little ones that are in your life, they get some nice things with this package. It is a little bit on the higher end in terms of pricing for an adult and a child the starting price is 333 at the point when we recorded this in december 2019 but they get a lot of kind of unique gifts because it's with princess aurora they get a 18 inch princess aurora doll they get a tiara a princess bracelet a necklace a fresh rose they get a best friend certificate from their doll they get a princess bag Um, For any of the princes in your life, they get a sword and a shield, a pin, a Disney plush, and then also get that certificate. So it really sounds like a lot of fun that you can add on, as I mentioned, additional guests. You can also add on, if you have any really little ones under the age of two, you can add on like the gifts for them because there is no charge for them to attend the event. But if you want to add on um, those gifts, you can add that for them for a cost as well. And so, really, a fun little thing. I think that the little ones would enjoy having that fancy tea in the tea room. And then there's just some of those added bonuses. And so, n- up next, we have another pirate adventure. And this one is also one where the children would go on their own. And for this particular one, it departs from the yacht and beach club. Marina, so again, over by Epcot's World Showcase, you could go over there for dinner once the little ones are attending this. This is in the morning, so this is nine thirty to eleven thirty, and this, as I mentioned, is kids only, and they get to do a lot of fun things. They sail on a boat, so the pirate um the Captain Hooks one we talked about earlier was one where the kids were going to be on land. this one they're on. Uh, the waters, so to speak, they get to. There's two different adventures that they get to do, which is kind of fun. So you can choose which one is going to be um, the best for them. Actually, I there's one. The one is at Yacht and Beach Club, and then the second adventure, which is the Caribbean Pirate Cruise. This one actually departs from Caribbean K, which is over at um, Caribbean Beach. Um, so for these different ones they, it, they get a they get pirate booty they get snacks. Um, it sounds like that they get bandanas and it's kind of just a fun little um, thing that they get to enjoy. They hear about pirate legends and they also look for a treasure. So lots of little fun things that they get to do on this adventure cruise. And this one, again, is earlier in the day, so if you have a breakfast or something fun that you want to do, this is an option for you for that Pirate Adventure Cruise. And for all of these, I'll make sure to put links in the show notes so you can check those out if you have some little ones in your life. Um, Last but not least, this is also one that you would enjoy together with your little one, is the Pirate and Pals Fireworks Dessert Cruise. And Chris, where does this one leave from? It leaves from the Contemporary. And what sorts of things are, do you get with this one?
1: Well, I think the best thing is you have a, a nice variety, and it's going to have some cookies, cupcakes, chips, fruits, and even uh, ice cream bars.
0: Ooh, and we love Disney cupcakes, that's for sure. Now, and with this, they food and uh, the food can um, vary a little bit, but this one also gets some visits from some special guests, which we'll talk about in a minute. So with this, you get to enjoy the fireworks for the Magic Kingdom, And at the time when we were recording this, this was $76 for adults. That's going to be through the beginning of 2020. And kids are 45. After February 1st of 2020, the prices do go up with Disney. You know that's kind of inevitable. Things will change. Um, But you get to do a lot of different things. They do one of, what is one of Chris's favorite things to do? I don't know. Trivia. Oh, yeah, trivia. Yeah, so they have Disney trivia. You get to sing some see shanty songs you get to learn about some nautical things and of course you get to see the fireworks and you do get a special a couple special guests at the end of that as
1: well exactly captain hook and mr smee come to see you
0: so that's kind of a neat little meet and greet that's also included with the dessert cruise so when you think about the price of some of those in park dessert cruises or dessert parties. This is a neat experience because you're out on the water. And we have done some of the um, fireworks cruises before, not the Pirate and Pals one, but we've done some of the other ones where you have the pontoon boat and different things. And those have always been a good experience. So it's a great way to see the fireworks, but you also get to meet some special guests, which is fun. And that one, of course, is a unique way that you can enjoy the fireworks, but also have a kind of special experience. Now, last but not least, we have a adventure with Alice in Wonderland. And this is an unbirthday time, or unbirthday party. This adventure um, takes place at Disney's Grand Floridian. But this is at 1900 Park Fair. So with this, they get a special they have a tea as well, but a little bit different than what they had at the um, Grand Floridian Tea Room. This one, they get to decorate cupcakes, they make a craft, they have photos with all of Allison, her friends. And as I mentioned, this is at 1900 Park Fair. It takes place in the middle of the afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. It's for kids 4 to 12 years old. Um, for this, you are going to leave the kids there, so you might want to go check out, have a cocktail or maybe you yourself want to go have tea at the grand fr- or at the tea room while your kids are at the 1900 park fair when we're recording this was this was 49 per child so lo- another thing fun thing to do lots of these are opportunities for your kids maybe to try something on their own or if you want to enjoy some of those activities with them it gives you a nice variety of things that you can choose and enjoy so we are always looking for some of those new things that you can try outside the parks or even in the parks and I will make sure to include all of the shown or all of the links in the show notes so you can check these out for your next trip as well. So up next we will have our call with Danielle from It's a Small Bow and I'm excited to introduce her to you. We are excited to have Danielle with us on the show today. Her business is called It's a Small Bow and they customize all kinds of really cute bows that you can use as magic band accessories. And Danielle is a stay-at-home mom with three children. She homeschools and she says that her husband calls her the chief family officer. They live in the Florida panhandle and they spend time at the beach, but then of course they also spend several trips a year going time going over to Walt Disney World. So we are excited to have Danielle on the show with us today. Welcome. Thank you. And as most of our listeners know by now, we always like to start out with a icebreaker question. So the question that we have this week is, when is your favorite time to visit the Disney parks?
2: Well, I this is a two-part question for me. I really enjoy late February, early March just because of crowd levels sure. and you know when they're low it's so much easier to go especially we're a family of five it's a lot to move around the park Uh, but christmas time is slowly becoming my favorite time to go it's just wonderful the decorations the holiday spirit everybody seems pretty happy even when it is crowded right you know know, everybody's moods a little bit better um So I'm kind of torn between those two times of
0: the year. Well, you had a good pick with either because we love Christmas, and then we were married on March 3rd. So we go down there quite a bit in early March because we were married at Epcot. So that's kind of one of our favorite times of year to visit as well. So that was perfect. (laughs) Now, we like to hear a little bit about your business, of course, and what sort of products that you offer that are connected to Disney.
2: Okay, so I make... uh, little bows that are roughly about two to two inches in length, um, that go on your magic band, your Apple watch, your Fitbit, um, the bows, um, secure on the magic band with a small elastic, uh, kind of rope that makes them stay secure. And I like to embellish them with Disney characters, um, different theme park type of memorabilia, um, they're just a fun way to kind of jazz your magic band up without you know spending a fortune and it's just something fun to look at
0: and I saw like on your Etsy shop you have it by like park and characters and stuff what are some of the different types of maybe some of your favorite themes that you do offer
2: well Epcot is my favorite park okay so (laughs) I really like most of my Epcot bows um especially uh, the ones when I can get ribbon that looks like a Spaceship Earth and yes. um, any of the World Showcase um, ribbon. Right. Um, those are my favorite, and then just the classic Minnie and Mickey. I, I love polka dots, um, so, <laughs> not, you know, red and black, right. it's just, you know, good colors.
0: <laughs> nice. And do you offer custom orders?
2: I do. I love to do custom orders. Um and that actually really makes up about a fourth of my business wow. is custom orders, and I, um, I do enjoy doing that. It's it's fun to get customers' ideas sure. on outfits that they're going to wear, and oh, you know right. which you know which colors they're going to put together. What's their favorite character? So I, I really like doing that. I like working with people.
0: Now, if you did a custom order, how early should somebody contact you through your shop?
2: Well. Right now, my turnaround time is really only about one to three business days. Oh, wow. I pre make all of the bows. So, any of the bows that you see in my store, they're already made. And okay. so, a lot of times I can ship them out that same day. Oh,
0: wow.
2: If it's uh, something that I don't have in stock and I have to order it, it, depend- it really just depends on the ordering time. Sure. The longest anybody's had to wait is about seven days oh, wow. uh, for a custom order.
1: You know, with it, tell us what is one of your more favorite custom orders you've made for folks?
2: Um oh that's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> um I have a I have a lady that dresses her daughters in matching outfits. Okay. And so a lot of times she will send me um, you know, a swatch of the fabric, a oh, picture wow. of it, and we'll try to match the, the colors to that. And so they're always a little off from your average like Christmas bows like recently um the colors were pink and red and so we went with a pink and red with peppermints and we've done green and purple to go with Little Mermaid because Little Mermaid was wearing a Santa hat you know so those kind of ones have are are my those are my funner ones um and and anybody who wants glitter added to their stuff I don't love glitter but everybody loves glitter so I do like doing those
0: too. Yeah that can be fun and it can also have some bad you can't get rid of it. Yeah you find it all over
2: the place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now with that you know really what was your motivation to start the business?
2: Well we were going to take a big family trip with extended family. Um, I have three sisters all of our birthdays are in October. My daughter's in October. My niece is in October. So we were all going to Disney for our birthday. Oh, nice. And I wanted to do some kind of birthday bow. And I couldn't find any. And I didn't have any. Nobody could make them in time for me. So oh, okay. I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to figure this out myself. Mm-hmm. And I made the birthday bows. We all wore them. We loved them. And my husband was like, you know, you should really just look into to keep doing this, you know. And right. see what happens. You've got nothing to lose you know Mm -hmm. so I made about five bows I opened my Etsy shop last September I think it was September October I've been just over a year and right now I'm one sale away from a thousand
0: I saw that (laughs) I had
2: no idea it would ever be like this so (laughs) you know so it was just a whim. it was just simply because I wanted something and I couldn't find
0: it I made it. (laughs) And that's, it's funny, that's what we've been hearing from a lot of our guests. It's that they make it for themselves, or friends and family, and then they realize, oh, other people would love to have this too. So that's really great to hear. Now, how do you, going on along those lines, how do you think that your products can add Disney magic to our listeners' lives?
2: Well, I think, you know, my birds add that same kind of magic that Disney does. It's Mm -hmm. something that you can look at, and either feel nostalgic about it if it's, you know, your favorite character or um, just your love of Mickey. It's something you don't always have to wear just in the park. I mean, mm-hmm. you can, you know, put it on your watch band if you wanted to just right. have Disney magic every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, and offering these bows that are inspired by your favorite characters and attractions and, um, you know, just making customers happy.
1: Sure. That is awesome. So now part of it, please just reiterate, where can our listeners find you online?
2: Okay, so I really am on, I'm on Instagram, just at itsasmallbow.com, and then on Etsy. Um, and same thing, it's a small bow, um, is the name of my shop. And I try to be active enough on Instagram so that customers can see when I'm launching new bows, or I've got sales, sure. or... Or if I'm also um, trying to highlight other small shops, Um, and she's amazing for that.
0: Yes, and we will make sure to put all of your information in the show notes so our listeners can find you and get their orders out to you as well. If people are looking to, this will go up around Thanksgiving, we want to know if people are looking to have those for Christmas. I know you said your turnaround time is pretty quick. Are you telling people a certain date to order by the Christmas season?
2: have not, uh, I'll probably do what I did around Halloween, which was just a, about five days before Halloween. Okay. I quit, you know, saying that you would be able to get them. Uh, since sure. I can ship within such a short turnaround time most of my packages get to their customers within two to three days awesome so as, as long as it's you know at least four or five days before somebody's trip I can pretty much guarantee it It can get there
0: well perfect and we will make sure as I said to share all that information we have some great pictures to share with all of our followers and listeners as well so we just thank you so much Danielle for taking time out of your day to chat with us we loved hearing about your business
2: Thank you so much. I really am um, super glad that you guys uh, got in touch with me to do this. It was it was really nice.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to Danielle for joining us today.
1: And again, don't forget to use the code DISLOVE10, D-I-S-L-O-V-E 10, when checking out at her Etsy store to get 10% off your entire purchase.
0: So we're super excited about that. So glad that Danielle's been able to share that with our guests or with our listeners. And I will make sure to put that in the show notes as well. And now we're on to our final segments with our two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So, Chris, you are up with trivia.
1: Awesome. Well, you talked a lot about princesses. Yes, I did. So I don't want to talk about them anymore. I want to talk about pirates. Okay. So we're going to have some questions. You know, we'll do two questions. And then we will. they're going to be about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Right. Ride. And so the first one is how many Pirates of the Caribbean rides are there at any of the Disney locations across the world in total? And just and, and tell me okay. out loud.
0: Okay. So, well, obviously Florida and California. Correct. I know there's a cool one in Shanghai.
1: You are correct. That's three.
0: I'm assuming there's one in Paris.
1: That's correct.
0: I don't. I've not heard of one in Hong Kong, so I'm not going to count that. And then I'm going to say Tokyo probably has one. You are dead on, Vanessa. Five?
1: There are five, exactly. So there's not
0: one in Hong Kong?
1: There is not. Okay. The last one was opened in Shanghai Disney in 2016, and the first was opened in Disneyland in 1967. And here's a little fun tip that I learned from reading Wikipedia. Okay. (laughs) Is that people were very excited about the one in California. Yes. And Walt got a tremendous amount of pressure to build one in Florida. And that was also the last ride that he really had a lot of influence on before he passed away.
0: And do you know why they weren't originally going to build one in Florida? I don't. They thought that because people who lived in Florida were used to all of, they would travel the Caribbean and stuff, that they thought that they wouldn't be interested in something like that because all the pirate lore that goes along with the Caribbean. So anyways, that's interesting. And the Shanghai one is like on my bucket list of if there was a ride that I want to just go to at a Disney park, that is number one on my bucket list. I've heard some really awesome things about that ride. And I kind of continued along with the pirate theme for my um, Wisdom from Walt quote. Um, This quote also deals with pirates. There is more treasure in books than in all the pirates' loot on Treasure Island. And how true is that? We're avid readers, and I definitely think that. And it's uh, awesome to hear such a true quote from Walt as well. So thank you again to all of you for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And
1: I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.